Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Documenting Danny podcast. Today is Friday, January 31st, 2020. So what I wanted to talk about today is to um, add a little bit of detail into the blog post that I posted yesterday on the scorecard concept slash tool from EOS, which is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And some of the things that I'm learning as I've been applying that. Forgive the background noise. I am driving, but I'm driving safely. So let's get right into it. All right, so um, just as an introduction on what the scorecard is, for those of you who didn't read the blog article or who don't know what an EOS scorecard is, it, uh, the scorecard is made up of the most important business metrics for your business, or if it's a department in your business, the most important metrics for that department. The uh, metrics is in measurables, numbers, things, uh, key performance indicators, all very similar. Uh, excuse me, pretend that you are on an island and the only connection that you have with your business is a weekly delivery of paper that has your scorecard on it, which are those most important measurables. So if that's all that you can get to understand the health of your business, that is what you want to put on your scorecard. Uh, you they, they are reported weekly. They're measured weekly. Um, it's part of the weekly pulse to get an understanding of what's going on, what's working, and what's not working. So uh, another thing that EOS talks about is hitting the ceiling. And one of the most important things that leaders can do is they can identify when either their company or their team or individuals on the team or when they themselves are hitting the ceiling. <clears throat> and um, and they give, EOS gives five leadership principles or capabilities that can help you break through the ceiling um, when you're hitting the ceiling. And one of those is to simplify. So as I've thought more about the scorecard, I think one really important thing to understand about the scorecard is that it is a tool of simplicity. For anybody who runs a business or runs an organization, you know of the complexity that's there. It's easy to get lost in the details. But when you've got a scorecard with eight to 10 measurables on it, and these really are the most foundational, most vital, most important things that have got to be done, that have got to be hit, results that need to be there, activities that need to be happening on a daily basis, you can set those details to the side for at least a moment and, and look at this simple report of the health of your business. So that's the first thing that I think is really powerful about this scorecard concept and tool is that it is a tool of simplification, which is one of the key things that leaders can do for themselves, for their department, for their team, for their company. Um, I wrote about this next part in the blog article that I posted yesterday, but <clears throat> I just wanted to talk about it. 
in a little bit more detail. So one of the cycles slash habits that we were building in our company is that we were we developed a numbness to off-track scorecard measurables. Now, not every single measurable was off-track, but probably about half of ours were consistently off-track, and we created this numbness to that. And uh, we were anxious to solve issues, and so instead of attacking the scorecard issues very first and making sure that every single measurable was on track week in and week out, we were solving other issues. And to fully solve many issues, a to-do or multiple to-dos are created for people to get done in the next seven days. And so what we were doing was we were, we were missing about half of our scorecard measurables. We were solving other issues which created to-dos. So not only were we missing scorecard measurables, but then we were adding work on top of what we already weren't doing well. And that created a cycle of complexity and a cycle of underachievement and a cycle of focusing on the things that were not most important. And really what that did was it just kept us in the habit and in the cycle of not hitting our scorecard measurables, which like I've said, and like EOS preaches, your scorecard are the most important things, most important indicators, most important measurables for your business. And so they are most important. Um, Okay, next thought. I, I mentioned this just at the beginning of this podcast, how it's easy to get caught up and to get lost in the details, either of your business or of all the things that are coming at you individually. You know, especially if you're working a services type business, which I do, um, you can show up to work and you can have your day planned and then you can get client requests in. You can have other people who are getting client requests in that need your help in fulfilling those client requests. And it's just, you know, consistent. And there's these little detailed things. It's not that they're not important. It's not that we should forget about all those things and never do them. But they can crowd out the most important things. And so we get to our we get to the beginning of our day. We have some big things that we want to accomplish, but then our day gets eaten up by the little things. We finish the day and Sure, we did work, but those top, the the most important thing that day or the top two or three most important things that you wanted to get done that day were not done because they got crowded out. And so, again, this is probably reiterating what I said at the beginning, but um, that scorecard is a tool of simplicity and it can help you find your way out of the details by saying, hey, remember? Remember these measurables? Hit these and then take care of the other things. So when a business when a business creates a scorecard, um, this is what I understand from what EOS preaches. When a business creates a scorecard, each item, each measurable is then assigned an owner. And a measurable can't have two owners. Now, multiple people could be doing work 
to help hit these measurables, but one person is accountable for each measurable because if if multiple people are accountable, no one's accountable. So you sign these to these individuals. So then, you know, the business could have 10 measurables on their scorecard and then Bob could have three measurables that he's accountable for. So not only does it help the business focus on what's most important, but it helps individuals show up to work day in and day out when they're doing their planning, when they're trying to prioritize what's most important. They say, okay, these are the three measurables that I'm accountable for, and these are three of the most important indicators or measurables for our business. So I'm going to make sure today that I do everything I can today to make sure we're hitting this. And you show up the next day, same thing. Is there anything that I can do to make sure we've hit it if we haven't hit it already? Um, Another thing that I found is because the scorecard is constantly present, so we report on it weekly, you know that they're the most important things. But I find that the, uh, the the human part of taking for granted what is right in front of you comes into play here. It's easy to start going through the motions with a scorecard like I talked about earlier. That's essentially what we were doing. We were going through the motions, saying on track, off track. Yeah, these are the most important things. Yeah, we see these constantly. But, you know, there's there's nothing sexy or new about scorecard measurables. Um, they're the fundamentals, really. So, um, another insight that I've, that I've had that I've thought a lot about recently is that you know, about in with life in general, it's about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about finding joy in the journey. You know, forget about the destination, really. Um, just love the moment. Be in the moment. I think it's the same thing with the scorecard. Find joy in the scorecard, in hitting the scorecard measurables. Um, don't develop the mindset of, you know, yeah, I hit all my measurables, but I didn't get anything else done, or I didn't get very much else done. You know, if your if your scorecard measurables really are on point and are the most important things that you can do, hitting your scorecard measurables every single week is enough or is pretty much enough. And then take care of what else you can take care of. Um, But find joy in excelling in the scorecard. And it's really essentially kind of like this 80-20 rule, you know. 20% of your effort here on these scorecard measurables could really produce, well, I mean, in the grand scheme of a week, about 80% of your, I mean, 20% of your activity could come from really focusing on the scorecard measurables, but they're probably what are going to produce 80% of your results. It's that kind of an idea. And so they make a big impact if they really are the right things. So those are some things that I've been learning about the scorecard. Um, I've got a personal scorecard too. One of the reasons why I did that is, well, because I'm weird and I like to do things like this, 
Uh, but another reason is I just wanted to learn in more detail. Like, not only did I want to live and breathe the scorecard in my work life, but I wanted to do it in my personal life to learn things faster. So I'm confident that I can continue to learn about the scorecard, but those are some of my thoughts. It's a tool of simplicity. Focus on it first to avoid the cycle of complexity. The scorecard can help you find your way out of the details. If you're lost in the details, your scorecard can help you. Find joy in the scorecard. Don't develop a going through the motion or it's not good enough kind of mentality. Hitting your scorecard should be celebrated because it's a big deal. It's that 80-20 rule type of concept and tool. So thanks for listening today. Again, I apologize for the background noise, but you got to do what you got to do.